Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode 359 of this year, marking Thursday, the 24th of December of the year 2020. In history on this day, according to some sources, a landlord in the Middle East was full up, and Joseph was too embarrassed about being cuckolded by God for the first time since Zeus was on the prowl to say, Do you know who I am? I'm the stepdad of the fetus Messiah. Not enough focus on fetus Jesus in the scriptures, I think. It's all baby Jesus and crucified Jesus. Where is cranky teen Jesus? There has to have been cranky teen Jesus. You don't just go straight from baby to kicking over shop fronts in the temple like a James Bond chase scene. As an outsider, I have to say, Christianity is confusing. Anyway, your guest today on the podcast is the Messiah of the Revolution, the leader of the People's Republic of the People United, Commandante Nato Green. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Alice. Hello, posters. Good to be back. Big ups to my favorite uh, organizer of the lump of proletariat, Jesus Christ. (laughs) And how have things been going in the resistance where you are? Well, um, the resistance has has been uh, taking a break to for the holidays to focus on uh, binge watching old series of Prime Suspect and um, uh, and also to, we 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 celebrated Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah, as you know, of course, uh, is the festival of lights uh, for Jews. It celebrates a, a, a honors a historic guerrilla insurrection by extremist zealots who decided to kill centrist uh, collaborators. In the, uh, on the way to uh, toppling their oppressors. That is in no way relevant to anything we're experiencing now. And then the miracle of Hanukkah is the miracle that, that the oil that they used to light the candles or something in the, in the rededicated temple lasted for eight nights when it was supposed to only last for one. And I was this many years old when I realized that I could u- reuse my frying oil for latkes 
from one night to the next, even though it's in the f***ing premise of the holiday. I had to go Google, can you reuse fryer oil, uh, before I figured out, oh, it's in the story. They, they give it away. <laughs> Well, coming up today, we'll be talking about the real enemy for our top story. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. Chaos on our shores as the octopus people of New New Zealand creep onto beaches all over the world, kicking over sandcastles with their eight legs and stealing waves from local surfers. The octopus tribal leadership cannot be reached for comment. And in other news, the UK is in lockdown, both in an attempt to contain a mutant coronavirus strain and to avoid drawing the notice of the monster Piers Morgan's child. Still unnamed and impossible to determine the sex, it circles the skies above major cities growing larger each day and screaming inflammatory comments as well as actual flames at any and all moving targets. Apparently, its initial victims were all local branches of Greg's which had chosen to sell vegan sausage rolls. Meanwhile, King Arthur is allegedly seeing a speech therapist to correct his underground dirt accent and learn modern English. Reborn after the birth of Piers Morgan's child, sources close to the ancient king say he is terrified of running water and taps but seems to be getting on top of the demands of modern constitutional monarchy by waving benevolently at journalists and learning to sip tea rather than quaff ale. How do you feel about all these sleepers awakening around the world, NATO Green? Well, I mean, obviously, as the sleepers awake from their millennial-long slumber, the most urgent concern is that they will have millennium worth of bad morning breath, <laughs> and we'll need gallons of uh, mouthwash to get them even fit to be. But I also think I, I think I think that the sleepers are going to be uh, it's going to be a letdown uh, <laughs> as they awake. Because chances are slim to nil that among the sleepers awakening that any of them is a cutting-edge epidemiologist <laughs> <laughs> or skilled at anything that might actually be useful in this day and age. So uh, it turns out that the sleeping business is not all it's cracked up to be. Yes, in our time of greatest need. And what we really need is a very good public messaging system on Instagram, ideally that can take advantage of uh, the way that modern youth takes their news from social media. <laughs> Right. Yeah. The sleepers are just, you know, galloping from town to town reading scrolls, which is <laughs> not particularly TikTokable. And that's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Once in Royal David City stood a lowly cattle shed, where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was that mother mild, and Jesus Christ her little child. Spoiler alert, if you've just had the greatest story on earth spoiled for you, you'll want half a glass of water to rinse the taste away. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Emus, a giant chicken with a snake for a neck and the beautiful eyes of a mad zealot starting its own religion. Basically bulletproof, you can't go past an emu for a bird the size of you that doesn't give a f*** about flying, because why would it when it can claw your whole guts out? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story, NATO Green, uh, the real enemy. Who is the real enemy right now and what's the latest in that? Well, since the, uh, you may have to correct my proper use of the terminology because the lingo is so fast evolving, but, but in, the, in the age of dragons, for socialist revolutionaries like me, you know, having seen the famous documentary in this dimension, uh, Game of Thrones, and, uh, and before, before I go any further, one of the things that's interesting about this dimension is how much it talks about being this dimension. Like, I don't know if you visited other dimensions, but they don't talk about being themselves so much. Like, this dimension is very much like millennials and hipsters and hipster millennials <laughs> from Portland, Oregon. Very which self-aware is the, the, as a dimension as Very well. self-aware that it doesn't, is not interested in talking about anything that somehow isn't related to itself. So anyway, but in this dimension, um, what was my point? Dragons. So <laughs> having seen the famous documentary uh, Game of Thrones... You know, you, you you would be forgiven for thinking that 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 Piers Morgan is now the mother of dragons uh, and the breaker of chains um, and will will free the downtrodden. Except that because the mate in this case was Boris Johnson in were dragon form and the and the it coupling in a hideous <laughs> way with Piers Morgan, it means that the union, the dragon that has been begotten from this relationship is is like Piers Morgan and Boris Johnson just a like a weak chinned uh <laughs> you know like doesn't breathe fire it just like like sputters cher- sh- like sherry at people um <laughs> you know plays plays lacrosse uh you know goes to Cambridge like read Michel Foucault once and didn't quite get it like that kind of asshole. And now constantly quotes it at people. <laughs> yeah. Pulls out a few catchphrases from Foucault and that's as far as it goes. So I think, I think you know, we, we are going to need to be wary of the, the false idols, so to speak, of the populism offered by the Piers Morgan Boris Johnson dragon. And naturally, uh, you know, so all socialists know that uh, the transdimensional truth that that new innovations simply amplify existing social relationships, and dragons are no exception. And so the the Johnson Morgan dragon is likely to just be another uh, elaboration of ruling class power. And so we we are always seeking for the internal contradictions within the ruling class, how to drive a wedge. Uh, and so we are going to have to ally ourselves with the Welsh dragon uh, in order to do battle against the the ruling class landed gentry elite exploitation Morgan Johnson dragon uh, in the hopes that that will pave the way and and be the single spark that 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 ignites a prairie fire 
of our mass movement. Well, certainly uh, the Welsh are very upset that their Welsh dragon wasn't put to the test properly against Boris Johnson, that the, the match was hijacked by sexual shenaniganry between uh, the commentator and the dragon, and they're still asking uh, for a win by default. So perhaps we could we could bring them up to the plate, as it were, with the promise of a rematch. Rematch, rematch. Rematch, Also, we could deploy King Arthur now that he can speak English again. Right. Well, and, you know, the and now that he... Did, has he found the... Did he get the sword from the stone? No. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has been going around pulling swords out of stones quite a lot uh, in order to maintain uh-huh. her legitimacy. Obviously, she's feeling a little threatened and she can't get rid of Philip to marry Arthur and thus bring him into the line. So uh, there's questions about what's going Going to what's going to go forward in terms of who's right. leading uh, the United Kingdoms or in, in England or in fact any of the bits. And has King Arthur considered, because the sword and the stone is not immediately available to him, taking a run at the hammer of Thor, which has similar <laughs> ground rules as the sword and the stone? <laughs> It's the same premise that like only the certain destined pure of heart person can lift it. Is that well, as far as I know, he's just sort of picking things up to see if they're special or not. Uh, he sort of p- he'll yeah. pick something up like a teacup or something because he doesn't know or a laptop, and then he'll look at people like, right. "Was that special?" Uh, and it's 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 a little unfortunate and sad. But he is adjusting, and uh, I'm hoping hoping he'll be very inspirational soon. I think we're all hoping that. So he sounds like. He's, he's either a sleeper awoken royal liberator or just a granddad on the beach looking for bits and bobs that have been buried in the sand. <laughs> no one tell him about metal detectors. <laughs> <laughs> too, too early to say which one it is. Uh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing, I do have a concern about the Welsh dragon, which mm. is that, you know, we are going to, similar to the, I mean, obviously... Uh, you're familiar with the popular front against war and fascism that was instigated by the International Communist Party during the 1930s and 40s in order to stop uh, Hitler. Um, and the, you know, the so obviously we, we will want to be in a united front with the Welsh dragon in order to topple the ruling class. But there's also the united front model is inherently precarious because as a Welsh dragon, it the the dragon itself in its essence reifies the concept of uh of regionalism and provincialism in ways that that are at odds with our fundamental allegiance with the global working class. Well, and indeed, focusing on a hyper-powerful uh, icon, sort of an ubermensch, not to put a finger on it too cleanly, but uh, it feels like it's sort of antithetical to the premise of communism, which is not, uh, not at least, uh, not meant to be about individual heroes. Right. Well, it, I mean, I've, you know, I'm happy to get in the weeds on, about this with you, but it really depends on which, which communist tradition you're in, because... For example, the Latin American communist tradition does talk talk about about communist revolution as a, as a path of what they called heroic creation, uh, and uh, and as practiced by Fidel Castro Che Guevara in, in Cuba, and theorized by the French mm. uh, socialist. Love the and kind of heroism you can put on a T-shirt. Yeah. And a, or a, or a keychain, perhaps, <laughs> theorized by Regis Debray. They practice folkismo, the idea that. Uh, Bold insurgent action is is uh, is what's needed, uh, the tip of the spear, so to speak, and not mass mass insurrection. So it could be that the dragon, uh, the Welsh dragon, is the is what is sort of the revolutionary foco, as my Cuban comrades would call it, uh, that's necessary to 
break the back of ruling class control of the means of production and open the way for for mass uprising. But there is some peril that once the once the forces of revolution are in motion, that they can be hard to predict and contain and the unexpected can occur. Thank you for that primer on variants of communism, NATO Green. That's all the time we have for our top story today, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. And we don't have time for letters to the editor today, so that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Last Post. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. You can download this podcast again tomorrow, or instead try downloading tomorrow's podcast tomorrow, or subscribe so it automatically downloads every episode every day. We have previous episodes available on the same feed for those of you who like to binge the news, and if you have not done so before, please listen back to those previous editions. Your guest today on the podcast was the magnificent Nato Green, NATO, have you got anything to plug? Sure, why not? You can follow me uh, Twitter, NATO Green, uh, uh, Instagram, Mr. NATO Green. Check out both of my albums. The best way to get my albums is actually on Bandcamp, where I get the most revenue. And check out Laughter Against the Machine on Means TV, the world's first socialist streaming content platform. Well, a big hello to our listeners in the other dimension with uh, very little time left until the end of the year. Do share us with your friends and social media platforms and buy a t-shirt. We have t-shirts available on our website. The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E or for a one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs as well as my tea salon. Sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer Hench Thug, Edit Sweet Factotum, is the iron fist inside his velvet glove, the inimitable pet hunter, as we always say. Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.